night and we are live. I hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Had the privilege today to be at Governor DeSantis's press conference at uh, State College of Florida in Manatee County up in Bradenton. Today it was great to be uh, with the governor, the best governor in the country. If you're ever wondering why I don't get into the Trump v. DeSantis stuff, it's because I think that it's childish, for one thing, for Trump to go after DeSantis. Not saying who I'd vote for if they were going against each other right now. Lean towards DeSantis, I would say, but I want him to battle it out. So, so I'm not really getting into the Trump uh, calling uh, DeSantis to sanctimonious. And do, I just think that's that. I think it's a strike against Trump, I'll be honest with you. It does not make him look good. And, and he's out polling DeSantis so bad that I don't even know why he bothers to do it. I mean, literally Trump is in like the, I don't, I can't remember what it was like uh, when they, when they had all the different candidates out with like Nikki Haley and Pompeo and all the other fools that think they might run. Um, I mean, Trump is, Trump is like five times what DeSantis is. So I don't even know why he's bothering to do that. It does not make him look good. It's actually costing him votes and, and Trump needs to shut up about the vaccines and how he saved tens of millions of lives. I mean, he's actually, he's looking ridiculous saying that. And believe me, I love Donald Trump, uh, but I, but the thing is, I, I speak the truth. I'm not a leftist. I'm not a leftist who is devoid of all principles that no matter what my side does, I'll speak positively about it or I'll morph the story into some sort of positive story. So I, that's why I don't get into any of those things, but it was a privilege to be, I actually, I have some video. I probably should have sent it into the show, but I didn't want to make too big of a deal out of it, but it was just great to be at that press conference. And I got to witness There's four, four questions from the uh, mainstream media to, uh, Governor DeSantis, uh, I don't know if all of them were leftists or whatever, three out of the four probably were, and just to see him easily just just shuck them aside and be just like, you know, here's the answers. They had no response because it's just straight fact. It was just, it was, it was good to be in the presence of the best governor in, in the United States and just somebody who can handle the mainstream media. And he just continues on, too. What this press conference was about was reforming higher education in the state of Florida, taking our universities back from the globalist left. But anyway, so I'm going to just do a quick, a uh, couple quick hitters here, just some random stories before we get into, I believe I'm starting off with, uh, after this with vaccines. So who knows how far we'll get, but here's a couple random stories for you. The dirty truth uh, tweet, fine poll 71% of Americans believe country is on the wrong track. That's some deadly voting right there. I mean, that's some deadly polling data. Amongst Americans, they're saying 71% of the country believes that Joe Biden has set our country in the wrong direction, which we can all see is absolutely true. There's many economic figures right now that are actually showing that we are going to, into a great recession, i.e. even a depression. And you still have Joe Biden's Goebbels media, his own, his own Goebbels uh, press secretary, Green Jean-Pierre, and then John Kirby steps in for her every now and then going up and talking about how great the economy is and that they've added jobs and done all the, they haven't done any of those things and that wages have increased. But the problem is yes, wages have increased, but the inflation has drowned out all those. So if you got a 6% pay increase, but you have 8% inflation, you're actually making 2% less money. Of course, the, 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 the debt is through the roof. Numerous other things. GDP is poor. There's just numerous other uh, economic factors. The country knows, even though 
Biden has his Goebbels media. They talk about gas prices, which, by the way, are projected to be well into the fours before summer because Joe Biden will not be allowed to raid the strategic oil reserve anymore because a, 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 um, a Republican Congress will not allow him to do it, which is the way it should be. It's the only reason why prices ever went down at the pump. Otherwise, we even in Florida right now be looking at six, seven dollars a gallon. But the only reason why it's not is because Joe Biden wanted to artificially lower the prices instead of actually pumping, you know, uh, actually uh, drilling for oil, pumping oil out, opening refineries, whatever it may be. You know, America being an ex uh, was a net net exporter is now a net importer of fossil fuels. You know, shut, shutting down the Keystone Pipeline, all the different things that he did to raise oil prices. Some purpose is all coming out of the World Economic Forum to crush the middle class. You're like, no, why would he? Why would he then raid the strategic oil reserve and lower the prices if it was purposeful for him to to raise the price? Because you raise the prices, crush the middle class, and then offer a governmental solution. Even 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 though he comes in because the political heat is so hot that he actually has to lower prices for a while. He's lowering them just for a while, but in the midst of those high prices, he's crushing the middle class so that you have the leaders of Davos, which is, you know, one of the tentacles of Davos is the, is the American Democratic Party. They crush the middle class and then come in with their governmental solutions. It is the globalist left tactic. Cause the problem, offer the solutions. But Americans know, no matter how much rhetoric Goebbels-style gaslit propaganda that's coming from the Biden White House, Jean, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, John Kirby. The American people know, and the polling data is there, 71% is an enormous stat. Go to the next one for me, Heather. Breitbart News tweet, America last. The sanctuary state of California has issued driver's licenses to more than a million illegal aliens since 2015, all of which can vote, by the way. If you're ever wondering why it is that we lose California by so much, listen, Californians... Republicans, you're going to have this has to all politics is local. You're going to have to take this back district by district, county by county, because we'll never, ever win California. It's California is, yes, it's blue, but it's not that blue. But if you give a million people and this is what we know about a million people's drivers, a million people driver's licenses that are not Americans, all basically with the stipulation of oh, you're going to vote Democrat, right? When we give you this. You're never going to win that state again. All of these things, none of this stuff will be taken care of by 20. We will not win in 2024. Trump will lose in a landslide if we do not change things now. I'm not saying we're going to win California regardless. I'm talking about states like Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, maybe sort of like a Minnesota. We will not win. Georgia, if I didn't say Georgia. We will not win in 2024. Believe me. Whoever is running, whoever whoever is on top of the Republican ticket running for the pres, running for president, whether it's whether it's Biden, whether I mean not Biden, whether it's Trump, whether it's DeSantis, who's ever going against Biden, I'm voting for, even if it's Nikki Haley. Obviously, anything's better than Biden, but we will not win unless the four problems are taken care of, and they're not being taken care of. Just so you know, they're not being taken care of. Ronna McDaniel just won again the RNC. Ronna Romney McDaniel just won again the RNC. She does nothing. She she raises millions, even maybe hundreds of millions, off of election and campaign reform, and then does nothing about it. Let's all let's all think about it. It's now 2023. Donald Trump lost on November 8th, 2020. Lost. I, I put that in quotes. What's been done to fix the campaign or election system in our country since then? And we can even go state by state. 
And let's start off with Florida for just a moment. In Florida, you have a very controversial governor. The best governor, but a very controversial one. Ron DeSantis stood against all the COVID stuff. I could go on to a long litany, but that's not the point here. But obviously a very controversial governor. You want to you go, go to a Democrat in Miami, in Dade County here in Florida. Ask them what they think about DeSantis. They feel the same way about DeSantis as a Democrat feels about Trump. Controversial, but he wins by 20 points and gets the most votes for a governor in history. Wins by the largest margin in Florida history. 1.5 million votes, I believe it was. So just, just absolutely crushed Charlie Crist and into, into the dust. How did that happen with a controversial governor in what was a 4% Trump state? Trump won by 4%. And again, if you win, if you win Florida and Ohio in 2020, that guarantees you that you're going to win the election. But of course he didn't because it was a fraudulent election. That has not been fixed. It's not been fixed. The, the four problems are what? Establishment GOP, no vision, no plan, no vision, no plan, same one, no money and corrupt elections. All of that has been fixed in Florida to the point where a controversial right-wing governor wins by 20% in a state that Donald Trump won by 4%. All of that has been fixed. I mean, how's it, I mean, why is it that the state of Florida with 22 to 23 million residents, the third largest state in the union, California, Texas, Florida, is able to count all of their votes. Our polls close at 8 p.m. Eastern time and all we know the, we know the outcome of the election by 11 o'clock at night. And in some states still haven't certified their elections from November 3rd of this year. How, how is that? It's fixed. Therefore, it's fair and we get fair results. Democrats are still elected here. Did you notice that in the 2022 election, not no Democrats complained about the state of Florida as if it was fraudulent. It's impossible when everything's out in the open, everything is transparent. It's impossible to complain. They can't even complain. We complain all the time because it's not out in the open and it's not transparent, but none of it's being fixed. In Florida, it's all out in the open. It's all transparent. There are, there are strict rules you must follow in the state of Florida. If they're not followed, you don't vote. Establishment GOP has no foothold in the state of Florida. There is, a, there is a discernible vision, a discernible plan in the state of Florida. Remember the four problems. No plan, no money, establishment GOP, and corrupt elections. All four have been taken care of in the state of Florida. And, re, and this was an historic win. Not one, not one Democrat won a, state, a statewide seat in the state of Florida in 2022. Not a one. Because it's all out, and they don't, they're not even complaining. Democrats aren't coming in and complaining about the four elections because all you got to do is pull up all the data. It shows that it's absolutely certifiable. It's absolutely perfect. The data is right out there for everybody to see and they can't complain. But none of this has been fixed. I love Carrie Lake in Arizona. She's doing the right thing. She's suing the state. All of this needed to happen. Ronna McDaniel pulled all the money from Carrie Lake and Abe Hamaday, both of which are suing the state because the election was stolen from them. And part of it, of course, is because the Republicans depend on day of election voting in person. They depend, that's the game, that game's over. Unless we change things, in-person voting will not have you in because what happened in Arizona? In the largest county in Arizona, you had them come in, you, the, you, Maricopa County, which where Phoenix is, 
they had all their printers and election and their voting machines suddenly break down. So 50% or more of Republican voters in Maricopa County, which have easily have won it for Cary Lake, never voted, couldn't vote. And then some of them were put into a drawer and were never, never counted. So that's what they do. And Ronna McDaniel does absolutely nothing. Hopefully she will, but she probably won't. And these things are not, and so we don't have to, just forget about sending in money to the RNC right now. Here's the thing. Don't walk away from the Republican Party because most, listen, the, the most, most Republicans are like you and me, most of them. And I'm not big on using even the name Republican because I'm a conservative, but most Republicans are like you and me. Send the money to local elections. Send the money to reelect Ron DeSantis, whatever it may be. Greg Stubbe's my congressman. When he runs again in two years, we'll vote. We'll send money to him. Don't send it to the RNC. That's how you impact things. When did they start to do uh, child crime investigations in the Vatican? They were blowing off all those. They were blowing off all those reports for years. When did they start doing those investigations in the Vatican? When they were starved of money. When did we get Russian collusion, confidential paperwork released to Devin Nunez? When was that released to him? Only when they only when they forced Paul Ryan to do it. They got Paul Ryan to agree at the time to stop sending money to the DOJ. Then lo and behold, the DOJ vomited up the documents that proved that there was no Russian collusion. Cash Patel was part of that. You can pull all of this up. Very easy to research, very easy to find. If these things are not fixed, it doesn't matter who runs. It doesn't matter who runs. We will not win. We'll win state stuff. We'll win district stuff. We will not win one Senate seat. And we will not win the presidency in any state that has corrupt elections. And of course, that, in, that includes Georgia, where Raphael Warnock just won. It's impossible for Raphael Warnock to win a fair election in the state of Georgia. But I digress. So that, that's just California, million driver's licenses issued to illegals, which then secures the elections for Gavin Newsom. That's what it's all about. And I was reading just an unbelievable, or listening to on, on Bannon's War Room, a, document, a guy who's doing a documentary on Gavin Newsom and his wife, and they are absolute perverts. They're doing these videos about lopping off penises and breasts. Absolute perverts. That's who these people are. That's who, this is a... This is a spiritual war. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Got that, Facebook? Not talking about violence against anybody's physical body. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, stand therefore. It's a spiritual war. If you're wondering where those verses came from, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 3, 4, and 5. Ephesians chapter 6. 10 through like 15. The whole armor of God is 10 through 18. Read it for yourself. Charlie Kirk tweet. Just I told you, just little tidbits to start off the show tonight before we get into vaccines. Martha Stewart spent five months in prison for insider training that helped her avoid 45,000 in stock loss. Funny that she would, a multi, multi hundred millionaire 
This how she, these people are just. And again, the left doesn't ever give a dime of their money to charity. Please, please pull up their, please pull up their tax returns. They don't give a dime. She's so cheap. Martha Stewart's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Goes to federal prison for I don't know how long it was, year or more, because she wanted to avoid a forty-five thousand dollars stock loss payment. Amazing to me. She makes forty-five thousand dollars a minute. Nancy and Paul Pelosi sold $3 million in Google stock just weeks before the DOJ announced an antitrust lawsuit against the company. Funny how that worked, right? The DOJ. They didn't, nobody knew, none of you knew, to get rid of your Google stock. But Nancy, uh, Nancy and Paul Pelosi knew to get rid of their Google stock. I just want you to know, these are quote-unquote. They're not. We're ruled by a document. But the American church... The evangelical Christian treats them, treats these people like they are their rulers. These are your rulers. Listen, Washington, D.C. is not a swamp. It's a worm-ridden, maggot-filled cesspool of people like this who are profiteering off of their positions and have committed multiple federal felonious crimes, i.e. the Biden family, and Joe Biden himself simply being in possession of classified documents. Speaking of that, here's the Gateway Pundit tweet. Leak, FBI searched Biden's office. This Notice the date on the bottom of this comes out today, 2 o'clock today. Leak, this is a leak, and what have we heard? Well, I'll read it to you first. Leak, FBI searched Biden's office at Penn, at Penn Biden Center in November. Another White House DOJ cover-up exposed. Leave, leave this up for me, Heather. So here's the thing. What were we told? We were told that Biden's attorney searched his office, right? Now, this is right before the November election. So, of course, in the DOJ, we know, was meeting with the Biden administration about suppressing this data. We know that so that it didn't come out before the election, which which really makes us nothing more than 1930s Germany with Hitler and his Gestapo, where you have a police agency that is working at the behest of the ruler. That is a third world banana authoritarian government regime. That's what that is. But now it turns out there's even more to it. It wasn't that Biden's attorneys searched the U, the UPenn, the UPenn Biden Center, again, funded by the Chinese Communist Party. Make sure you understand that. $54 million was sent to the University of Pennsylvania. And it, that $54 million funded the Biden UPenn Center. In that closet, not a secure skiff, not guarded, not guarded, by the Secret Service, just sitting in in a closet where anybody, including the people who funded that center, could have access to it, right? Maybe maybe ushered in by Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden, with as many guests into their Wilmington house where these compartmented, confidential, classified documents were sitting in a cardboard box next to Joe Biden's Corvette in his locked garage. That was actually Joe Biden's defense when Peter Ducey asked him about the documents sitting next to his Corvette. Don't worry, Peter. It's in a locked garage. That's the President of the United States. And of which Hunter Biden, of course, noted pillager and money launderer from the CCP. We know that. Has access to these documents. Also probably has access to the UPenn documents. Who knows where they were? Who knows who was in the UPenn office? I mean, it's not, you're talking about a university uh, office. Who knows? Janitors in there. The people who funded the UPenn Biden Center, the CCP, do they have access to the office? Is it on purpose to leave these confidential documents in an office that the CCP can actually get into? Nobody knows that yet. We need to know. But what we were told was, is around November, 
Joe Biden's attorneys happened to be, nobody's ever explained why these attorneys were dispatched to Joe Biden's various locations. By the way, University of Delaware is up next. That's next. Where it's alleged that Joe Biden has written down classified information in notebooks and is storing them at at the University of Delaware. Remember how he lies all the time about Delaware? He says he goes to he went to the Black College, which is Delaware State. Remember he always says that all the time? I go to I went to Delaware State, an all black college. Uh, no, he went to Delaware, the non all black college. He's this bold faced, pathological, genital liar. But anyway, so they at, at the U Penn Center, they said that Biden's attorneys went in there and found the diamond. You're like, what's the difference? Big difference. Big difference. Because now it makes the DOJ even more complicit in the cover-up. The DOJ, Merrick Garland's DOJ, was in the UPenn Center, discovered the classified documents, and didn't say a word about it until after the election. And not just after the election. Well into this month. Well into January 2023. Never said a word. Well, that sounds eerily familiar, doesn't it? Going back to 2020, where the DOJ was speaking to Twitter every week about suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop story. The FBI paying Twitter's and Twitter employees. I wonder if they were paying Anthony Fauci's wife, I mean, Anthony Fauci's daughter, who is also a Twitter employee, paying Twitter employees $3 million to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story and meeting with Twitter, Facebook, Instagram on a weekly basis. And you're like, why talk about this stuff over and over again? Because how do you, the point of talking about it over and over again is to put pressure on them. The second reason is defund them. We own the Congress. Here's the thing. Everyone needs to understand something. Congress is more powerful than the Senate. Senate, Senate are a bunch of blowhards. The Congress owns the purse strings. It doesn't matter that we have a small majority. It does, that doesn't matter. We only have 11 person majority. Doesn't matter. The purse strings have to be approved. The expenditures have to be approved by the Congress, which is making, which is why Joe Biden's war in Ukraine, which hopefully I'll get to tonight, although I've just talked for 24 minutes and I didn't realize I did. Goodness gracious. And I'm on slide what? Five. Okay, five out of 60. Which is why Joe, what Joe Biden's war in Ukraine, everybody's saying German, the, Ger- the German, uh, one of the German, you know, Governmental officials have come out and said that they're at war with with Russia. These people are nuts. Absolutely nuts. Regional conflict, Baltic conflict that's been going on for a thousand years. Russia will be at war with Ukraine. Mark mark my words. If Jesus tarries 57 years from now, 50, uh, 100 years from now, 150 years from now, 200 years from now, they'll always be at war with each other unless they have a mass revival and turn to Jesus. But it makes Joe Biden, just speaking of funding going through the Congress, Joe Biden's war in Ukraine, 31 Abrams tanks that he just sent, that he's sending, and he just pulled back. He was going to do, he was going to fund F-16s there too. But suddenly it's pulled back again. They always try to take giant leaps. And if people like you and I speak out, they pull back. That's why we don't have vaccine mandates like they do in other countries. Still they end up having to pull back. So his war, because it hasn't been funded through, co- through Congress, is illegal. He needs to go and present his war options to the, his war plan to Congress, and Congress just needs to defund it. So it's all it's just illegal. Of course, now, in this time of lawlessness, right out of the book of Revelation, 
this time of lawlessness, he knows the law and just goes ahead and does whatever he wants wants anyway which is why but he can't he still can't pay for abram's tanks without the congress so you just defund it that's all you gotta do we're not paying for it how are you gonna ship it over there without our funds can't you gotta put those on ships gotta put them on c-130s nope no funding for you that's what you do that's that's exactly what you need just so everybody knows too in case i don't get to it tonight on the ukraine i've got a whole expose on ukraine abram's tanks are not the end of it over there Abrams tanks take years to learn how to drive. Just so you know, there's not going to be some Ukrainian soldier hop into an Abrams tank. It'd be like me trying to run this podcast right now. I don't even know how to turn this camera on. I don't know. The lights are on. I don't even know how the lights work in here. I don't know how. The, I'm, I know all this. For me, it's all magic. Suddenly things, for me, when I'm, when I'm doing this podcast, all of my stuff appears to the left. I don't know how Aaron does it. It just appears. It's magic. That's the same thing an Abrams tank is to a Ukrainian soldier. They have to learn how to do all these things. So what are you going to have to have? American logistics. You're going to have to have American train. Just sounds very much like Vietnam, doesn't it? Only difference is if, if, we, if this turns into another Vietnam-esque conflict, it's not us versus the, the Viet Cong and the North Vietnamese army. It's us versus the Russian army. The second most powerful military force on the planet not only with tactical nukes, but global nuclear weapons. Just, just as many as we have, just as sophisticated as we have, and a lot of our stuff is run by floppy disks, there is not. Just so you know, that's the truth. Because what we've had is a bunch of globalists run the DC cesspool for so long, we've fallen behind the CCP and hypersonic, hypersonic weaponry, and probably the Russians too. So just so you know, that, that, that's what's happening. It will not just be, oh, here's, here's the Abrams tanks. No, it'll be American logistics. You'll have to have American trainers there, American fueling, Amer- Americans driving the tanks initially. And you will end up with American deaths, which could, which could launch us into World War III. Why? A regional Baltic conflict. This is, this is no different than, than Serbia versus Kosovo. It's no, it's no different. Yes, it's a big, these are bigger land masses, but this is all conflicts that, has been, that have been going on for years. What Russia is trying to take over is the Russian-speaking portion of Ukraine. I'm not justifying it. I'm just telling you that's a conflict. That's the conflict. What does it have to do with us? You have Zelensky's Ossoff uh, Nazi battalions. What's that have to do with us? We're going, to, we're going to send money to Nazi troops. Russia is being supported by, via the sale of their oil from the CCP. The CCP is then sending Belt and Road Initiative money to Ukraine. Voldemar Zelensky, you've heard me say this a million times on this podcast, is a young global leader for the World Economic Forum, and so is Vladimir Putin. This happens to work out this war, this war, and I know people are dying over there. It's a legit war to the common man, but not the bourgeois leftist elitist. You know, the bourgeois leftist elitist right now that are requesting unvaccinated pilots to fly to Davos, those, those, that, those people are always the winners and people like you and me go fight their wars. I'm sitting right next to right now, Heather, whose husband fought in the Gulf Wars. They send us to go fight their wars. Where were the bushes? Where were they? 
Where, 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 was, where, were the, where was Mitt Romney's sons? Where was Mitt Romney? My dad fought in Vietnam. Bronze Star winner, Purple Heart winner in Vietnam. Where, where, were, all, where were all these leftists that won all these wars all the time? They're never, they're never doing it. This all benefits them. What, is Zelensky's life ever in danger? As he, as he jet sets all over the globe as an international, he's a multi-billionaire now, strangely. Shut down and we're, we're going over there to fight for what? Fight for democracy? A dem- so an authoritarian regime is now deemed a democracy? An authoritarian regime that has shut down all oppo media and all opposition uh, parties, political parties? That's, that's the democracy we're going to fight for. And it's a very convenient war that everything that comes, every, every single uh, fruit of this war, everything, every, every happenstance of this war happens to push forward the World Economic Forum's agenda. No food, no fuel. Perfect. Perfect for the World Economic Forum to swoop in and offer their solutions which is a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them. You control the product, you control the consumer. That's the point. You know, I got, I'm not getting to anything right now, but I'm just going off of all the stuff that I read today. London is, is, is rated right now at 10 in pollution after Rishi Sanak and all of their, all of their, you know, Rishi Sanak, who's just a globalist banker hooked with the world, hooked in with the world economic forum. All of, all of their, cons- here's their, here's the consequences. Now, do you know that just five, six, seven, seven years ago, that England was a net exporter of fossil fuels? England, you're like, where did they get it all? Out in the ocean. That's where they get it. I can't remember the sea that they drill it from. They were a net, ex- England was a net, ex- seven years ago, a net exporter of fossil fuels. And now they're importing everything. Their gas prices are through the roof, all because of people like Rishi Sanak and Boris, and Boris Johnson and the rest of them. But what's funny about it is, after all of this climate change agendizing, I know that's not a word, after initiating all this climate change agenda into England, re- removing their, their, their net exporter status, Trying, trying to, to manage all, and looking into their 15-minute cities in, 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 you know, in Oxford. In one other city, I can't remember. After all of these initiatives, they're at, they're at what's rated a 10 in London in pollution, which is the highest they've been in decades. They have the most after... Now, 15 years ago, when they were burning fossil, fossil fuels freely drilling for fossil fuels, exporting fossil fuels. Everybody's happy pollution was low. It's like, it's, like, it's like when there's a lot of guns, crime is low. When there's no guns, crime is high. Strange how that works, isn't it? Because only the criminals have the guns. Well, it's the same thing now. And this is all on purpose too. So, they, so the, the World Economic Forum, the CCP, the globalist leftist bourgeois elite could come in and offer their solutions which is to always, be, always to control you, leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by them. You can only access the products you need through their access point that they can turn on and off anytime they feel like it. That's the point. So they have the highest pollution in London. It's rated a 10, the highest that they've had since I, in, in 10 years or more. Why? Because everybody's burning wood. In England, in London, England, Everybody is burning wood to, for heat. Why? The Ukrainian war. 
You don't think it's on purpose? Strangest war I've ever seen. We'll get to that in just a couple minutes. So here's another interesting thing. Switching, switching to vaccines. What, what did, what did, we're not going to that just yet, guys, but you can leave it. It doesn't matter. You can leave it up if you want. Yeah, it's actually, that's the point of it all anyway, here in a second. But what, what did Pfizer buy in 2017? Source, Naomi Wolf, Pandemic War Room, Steve Bannon. What did they buy in 2017? What's called Eloquil or Eloquin. It's, with, it's E-L-I-Q-I-S, Eloquist, something like that. El, I'll just call it Eloquist, it's easier. What's Eloquist? Strange, I mean, it's very strange, isn't it? Eloquist is a blood thinner. So Pfizer, the geniuses that, that they are, Albert Borla, who refused their vaccination, probably has never been vaccinated, got caught unvaccinated a year after the rollout of the vaccine. Strange. They bought Eloquist. That's strange, isn't it? A blood thinner in 2017. You don't believe me? Pull it up. Google it right now. Get your phone out and Google it. So you don't, For all of you lefties that are watching, what right-wing conspiracy? Theory. No, it's not. They bought Eloquist, a blood thinner, in 2017 strange isn't it and at that time pfizer predicted they're so i told you they're full of zeal but they're not smart they're zealots for the bourgeois leftist agenda but they remember it's bourgeois leftist agenda for them they will always be bourgeois they will be eating the ribeyes you will be eating the bug eyes they will be starting the wars and you and i or our kids will be fighting in the wars it doesn't even matter if you're a rich right-winger. You'll still be fighting in the wars and eating the bug eyes because you won't have access to the one-world commerce system with a single access point because they shut it off, even if you're rich. doesn't matter. Cash, cash is useless then. Read the book of Revelation 13 and 14. So they buy Eloquist in 2017 and then, and then predict that th- there will be a, a mass need for blood thinners in five years. That's Pfizer's own prediction. I mean, what would cause, what, what causes blood to thicken in five years? I was talking about this on my way home from the Ron DeSantis press conference with my wife today. You can possibly say that a drug that could affect obesity could be big in five years. But why, how would you be able to predict that blood would be thickening in five years? What would cause a mass thickening of blood? We have a very small percentage of the population that needs blood thinners, right? And you're predicting, as the company that just brought, bought Eloquist, that there's going to be a mass need, a mass need of consumption of blood thinners in five years. What's five years from 2017? Oh, that would be 2022. And now 2023. And just before that, 2021, the VAX rollout. Eloquist, Aaron's got this for me, a blood thinner from Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer, price will rise 6% this year. Funny how that worked, right? It'll be more than 6% too, but that's from the USA Today. That's weird though, isn't it? Now, what, what does the vaccine do? Well, we know that it causes blood clotting, which you would need blood thinners for. Funny how it always works for the profit of the bourgeois leftist agenda. The Ukraine war, COVID, vaccines, vaccine mandates, Mass crime, transhumanism, homosexual agenda, transgender agenda, the banning of content moderation, i.e. banning agenda, always works for the left, never works for us. Strange, isn't it? Well, so we know that through just, just the 
mass injection, installation of S-spike proteins, as you've heard me say many times on this show, your cell structure is supposed to look like this, nice and smooth. When you're injected with S-spike proteins, it gets like this, which is what causes capillary blood clotting. Lots of people believe that they're healthy after the vaccines because it's capillary blood clotting. That gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Not even I'm getting into the heart, the heart, the heart situation right now. And some people just go ahead and have a major blood clot too, not just capillary blood clotting. But the S-spike proteins in and of themselves cause the S-spike protein. I mean, cause, cause capillary blood clotting. We know that as well as ADE and other issues. But let's focus on why doesn't why would Pfizer want Eliquis? Why did Pfizer buy one of the largest heart pill companies on the planet? Why why did they do that? That's strange, isn't it? Suddenly, why why is Moderna working an mRNA straight to the heart injection right now? Strange, isn't it? Don't believe oh, right wing conspiracy theory, is it? Just Google it right now. I challenge you. Lefties watching, or or reasonable Christians that are watching. You don't want to be deemed a conspiracy theory because you want your Democratic Party relatives to deem you as reasonable. You worship at that altar, which is you could just, it's might as well just call that Ezra. So what causes, what else causes the blood to thicken? And again, source Naomi Wolf on the pandemic war room, Steve Bannon. They're not, see those people on, on, on pandemic war room, on Steve Bannon, on Dan Bongino, on Tucker Carlson. Those are my sources as well as many people like Chris Rufo and whatever on Twitter, many others, breaking 9-11, just looking at some of my gateway pundit. They've made the decision. Speak the truth. People want to call us names, they call us names. You're a zealot, says the, says the wisdom class of the church. Who cares? The truth is the truth. You know what blows this up to? I'm doing a lot of commentating tonight. What blows this up, I was telling my wife this too on the ride home today. What blows it up for, for us truth tellers that are called conspiracy theories on the right are the nut jobs that speak the same truth as we do. What happens is you have a nut job that speaks the truth and then goes off in a nut job world and we're lumped in with them. Because they're, they do speak, a, 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 you know, say there's just, you know, there's, a, there's, there's truth and then there's craziness. Well, they're speaking the truth and then absolute absurdity QAnon bullcrap. We get lumped in with them. There's no, Alex Jones has been proven to be right about 98% of the time. And he, I, I don't consider him to be one of those nut job people, but we all, we all saw the nut job people after the 2020 election. Trump's going to be in on April 3rd. Uh, no, he's going to be on July 4th. Then he's going to be on September and all these special dates. He'll expect Hillary Clinton to be arrested today. We get lumped in with them because they still espouse. They espouse the crazy bull crap, but they also espouse the correct vaccine information. What you have to do is just be a discerning person who works in the nuance. Truth is truth. You can't, don't worry about being lumped in with anybody being deemed reasonable. Just always be in a place, like you go back in our podcast here that Aaron and I have been doing for the last 33 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. We enter month, no, 34 tomorrow. There's not anything anybody can go back and say that I said that was wrong, that I didn't come out and say I was wrong. And there's about one or two things that I was wrong about. And I immediately come out and say I was wrong. But what causes blood to thicken? We got the S-Spark protein causing capillary blood clotting. That's not, that's not causing your blood to thicken. The nanolipid particles, a 
It's really synthetic fat that gets injected into your body via the vaccine. Causes your blood to thicken. You don't think the Pfizer researchers knew that when they bought Eloquist five years ago? That they were going to be, and we know that all these COVID-19 vaccine patents were already in place. Pfizer, as they meet with Moderna, with Johnson & Johnson, with AstraZeneca, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Economic Forum, all at Event 201, two months before. You don't think they knew this was going to happen? Of course they knew. It's all planned. If they don't kill you, what they want is either to kill you and lower the Earth's population or make you a servant of the state where you have to have them. What do you do? If everybody, five, they allege, 5 billion people have been injected with the COVID-19 vaccination, right? Five, five million people, five billion, five billion, B, B, billion. So if you've injected five billion people with nanolipid particles, they're all gonna need what? Blood thinners. So you control the product. There's only one way to get the product. Leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. Our singular access point. You can't vote Republican in an access. You can't be a gun owner in access. You won't qualify for the access point. Everyone, everyone gets locked in to vaccine passports. That's only the beginning. Vaccine passports were just the infrastructure for CBDC, the infrastructure for social credit systems, which is the access point. CBDC is the access point. Leverage you, one world commerce system, singular access point. I'll just own gold. I'll just buy real estate. How are you going to pay? How are you going to pay your property taxes? That's why you have to stand and fight now. There's no going along to get along. You have to stand and fight now. You have to be willing to be called ridiculous when you speak the truth. Jesus said in John 8, 45, because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. You have to be willing to be like Jesus. So Pfizer buys this company knowing that they themselves are going to be thickening blood. Moderna knew they were going to be causing heart problems. That's why they're working on an mRNA injection straight into the heart muscle. Pfizer knew they were going to be causing heart problems, so they bought a giant heart pill factory. Caused the problems lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. 2 Corinthians 2.11. The globalist leftist bourgeois elite caused the problems on purpose and then offer their solutions, which are far worse than the problems, which is either kill you, lower the earth's population, or control you, subjugate you, submit you, subject you. That's the point. Leverage you into that one world commerce system with a single access point. And that singular access point is determined by them and controlled by them, which will be, of course, a QR code on your phone, a QR code on a card. It won't be even on a card because they're going to have to track you on it, just like, just like Arrive Can in Canada, where you had fully vaxxed people who were not allowed to enter Canada, fully vaxxed with their vaccine passport, their paper laminated vaccine passport. They weren't allowed to enter into Canada without going into 10, months of, 10, 10 days of quarantine. Because that's not good enough. It's never good enough. You give them an inch, they'll take your life. Not a, they're not going to take a mile. They'll take, a, take your entire life, submit you, subject you, subjugate you, control you. That's the point. But it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. That's Christianity. 
And we are the restraining. And we don't appear to be the restraining because 99.9% of churches complied with those they're supposed to be restraining. But that's the point of it all. It's been the point of it with the Alpha variant, the Delta variant, Omicron, BA4, BA5. It's, that's the point of it all. And you now, now we know Pfizer's also doing gain-of-function research to create new variants that they will offer their solution for. That's the plan from day one. Do not be ignorant of the devil's devices. They're the same every single time. All right, breaking 9-11 tweet. White House, President Biden. White House, President Biden to end COVID-19 declaration on May 11th, AP. People think that's good news. Why is it not? Why is it not good news? Because the previous date was April 23rd. So how's this good news when he just extended it basically another month? Guess what's going to happen on May 11th? Can we all guess? Think it's really going to end on May 11th? He said it was going to end on April 23rd. He just extended it. By how many days? With the 18 more days? Right? It's never going to end as long as people comply. The left is going to comply. They're sheep. But I, and I would love to say that the right won't. But how many in the right are not? I mean, how many, how many on the right, in the right, on the right side of politics comply? Really, they don't speak English. They speak sheep. Ah, that's what they do. They don't speak English, except yes. That's the only word they do. Wear a mask. Yes. Lockdown. Yes. Close your churches. Yes. Take a vaccine. Yes. Take another one. Yes. Take a third one. Yes. Fourth one. Yes. Fifth one that we call bivalent. Yes. So how many wills actually? I, I don't know. Because it's never going to end until, until enough of us stand. And I welcome any, any leftist you want. Naomi Wolf was a leftist. Or is a leftist. Matt Taibbi was a leftist or is a, or is a leftist. And numerous other people just operating the truth. Naomi Wolf predicted vaccine passports before I did. And she's a leftist. Naomi Wolf was on Steve Bannon today talking about this is a spiritual war. Joe Rogan, devout atheist, was talking about the return or the, or the recognition of or the coming of the Antichrist. <laughs> and all the Christians and the pastors and the pastors in America. And again, the Andy Stanleys of the world are saying that the Bible is not factual, not true, and not scientific. And then espouses pro-homosexuals. It says that homosexuals have, have a greater faith than Christians. The next week, that's how the church in America is responding. They believe compliance is love. Accommodation and tolerance is love. It is not. The truth is love. God is love. That's what love is. The word of God. The word of God is Jesus. Jesus is God, so the word is love. If the word says homosexuality is hell-bound sin, that's love. And the word of God says, whatever you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Matthew 16, 19. Is that what the church did? Absolutely not. Naomi Wolf's talking about a spiritual war. Joe Rogan, devout atheist, is talking about the Antichrist coming. Talking about the beast one and beast two coming. And the church is putting masks on. Amazing. All right, James Santillo video. Breaking, Robert W. Malone explains the truth about Pfizer. Play for me sound like Pfizer is conducting or contemplating conducting research that is effectively like gain of function. Hi, Tucker. It's great to be here. And thanks. Thank you. Uh, it it appears it appears that they are recapitulating exactly what was done at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. 
right down to serial passage, in their case, in monkeys instead of uh, humanized mice. Um, but the, the buried lead in this, Tucker, if you don't mind me saying so, oh, please. is the implicit, the implicit acknowledgement that they cannot construct vaccines fast enough. The virus is outrunning them, and they're having to resort to extraordinary measures. This is an acknowledgement of defeat of their vaccine technology and their platform and campaign. They're saying that we have to go so far out on the edge that we're really crossing a line. We're breaking the law but we have no other choice because our technology is not meeting the need. We're not able to produce vaccines fast enough to get ahead of these virus mutations. So it's very simple, and most of us, we've already seen the Project Veritas videos. Robert W. Malone explains it. Basically, they're, they are performing illegal or doing illegal activities, conducting illegal gain-of-function research, which they name something else, but it's gain-of-function research, What's it called? Evolution. I can't. Directed evolution, which is like content moderation, which is banning censorship. So they're they're conducting directed evolution research, which is gain of function research, illegally, both to stay ahead of the virus and to create new viruses that they can offer vaccines for. Simple as that. Now Pfizer didn't respond for 48 hours to the Project Veritas video, but here's their responses that they sent out. Here's the first one. In addition, in vitro resistance selection experiments, and they make them as, as scientific sounding and word salad sounding and filibuster sounding as much as they can so nobody will bother to read them and all the, all the Christians will take their fifth vaccination. Are, you're like, Tom, why do you pick on Christians first? Because that's the Bible. 1 Peter 4, 17, judgment begins at the house of God. In addition, in vitro resistance selection experiments are undertaken in cells, which, by the way, is all gain of function. Resistance selection experiments is gain of function. Are undertaken in cells incubated with SARS-CoV-2 and Nerma Trevlor, I hate to see what I mean, Trevlor, in in our secure biosafety level three laboratory to assess whether the main proteins can mutate to yield resistant strains of the virus. In other words, we're injecting, this is what they're doing, injecting COVID-19 into a monkey, infecting the monkey, pulling that monkey's blood out, injecting that infected material into another monkey, which causes a mutation that that monkey then has to, well, the, the virus, the virus that is already mutated in one monkey is now put into another monkey, which causes that to mutate into one right after another, and then they form viruses off of it. That's what, that, that's what this whole gobbledygook word, word salad meant for nobody to understand statement is simply we are performing gain of function research so that we can form new mutations to COVID-19 and offer our vaccines for now if you want to look at it in a more altruistic way which we doing this with a globalist leftist baby butchering operation like Pfizer difficult to find any altruism in them however if you want to try to go that way you can say well they're trying that Robert Malone got into this too they're trying to stay ahead of mutations by the way, that's impossible. When a, when a, when a virus mutates, they, the only, they, for a company to respond to that it takes a minimum of two months. What happens by the time they get the vaccine rollout? They, don't, they, can't even, they can't even steer their vaccine to meet the need of that variant for two months. Then you have to make the vaccine and then roll it out. Then what happens? Same thing that happened with the alpha variant, delta variant, Omicron variant. 
it no longer applies to the current variant. You're six, seven, eight months behind. Not that they do anything anyway, but kill people. I'm just saying that it, that their vaccine doesn't even match the current variant. They never do. They can't. You cannot vaccinate against the common cold. It endlessly mutates because it has, i.e., them injecting it into monkeys. It always has an animal host, always causing mutations. That's the way that it is. It'll never change. You want to be healed from a common cold or never get a common cold again? Pray Matthew 16, 19. Bind and loose. Let's go to the next one. Here's more of their response. In a limited number, limited number of cases, when a full virus does not contain any known gain-of-function mutations, such, such virus may be engineered. So when it hasn't already gained its own function, we're going to do it anyway. We're going to call gain-of-function engineered to enable the assessment of antiviral activity in cells. In addition, the in vitro resistance selection experiments are undertaken in cells incubated, i.e. gained of function is gained with SARS-CoV-2 and I'm not going to try to pronounce again, NERM, whatever, in our secure biosafety level three laboratory to assess whether, okay, that's the part I already read. So there you go. Now go to the next one. I just have to show you a little bit of humor. Babylon B introduces their new mascot. Pfizer introduces their new mascot. His name is Claudie. There he is right there for you. Now let's look at this one. Let's go to the next one, the, uh, the Vigilant Fox video. Pfizer new. I just have to show you because I can talk about this stuff all that I want. And I don't think I, I have a relative that's been adversely affected by the COVID-19 injections yet. I have many relatives injected with it. But I prayed over them. But you need to understand, and we all need to understand, that there are people whose lives have been destroyed. You're like, well, they should have known better. Agreed. But I, but I don't know about you, but I'm a Romans 3.23, uh, Romans 3.23 Christian. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned. We, I mean, and I'm not saying it's a sin to get vaccinated, but everybody has failed. And these, we need to come in as the church, and this is what my church hears me say all the time, we need to have all of our no's in place. Like your SBS, it doesn't say, most, most churches now, these art churches, these soft, soft peddling, watered down gospel, no hellfire, no brimstone, no repentance, no prosperity, no healing. Just a, just, a, just a giant glob of accommodation. Those churches, they offer nothing. They're like, well, we're not about no's in this church. We're about yeses. No, you're supposed to be about both. You're supposed to be firm in both. So we know what our no's are. But we, our no's are, we hate the vaccine. We hate the globalist agenda. We, we know that this is all ushering in the mark of the beast. We've got our nose down. We'll never take a vaccine, never mask, never lockdown, never quarantine. We got our nose down. And our nose to no to sickness, illness, or disease. No to lack. We've got our nose down, but what are our yeses? We have to minister to people like this in this video. Because we were commanded by Jesus in Mark chapter 16, 17, and 18 to go lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I was in a Rodney Howard Brown service. What's the Kingdom Business? Yeah, the Kingdom Business Conference. Just a couple days ago. And he was talking about, and I didn't even catch it. He just said, you know, we are going to face something that we never faced before. I'm like, oh my great, what, what's the next freaking calamity? Sears from Bill, Bill Gates' uh, catastrophic contagion convention? I'm going to Kingdom Business Convention, and Bill Gates is ho hosting a catastrophic contagion convention, ushering in Sears, his new thing. 
COVID-19, now it's serious. S-E-E-R-S. Pull it up. Aaron's got it. Aaron knows what it stands for. He's pulled it up for me before. I can't remember. But these people that you see on this video, it is our job, our yeses need to be, to go lay hands on these sick people and make them well. And those of you that hate my guts that are watching this right now, I open my altars to you at Foundation Church to be prayed over. Get here. And I will lay hands on you and draw that poison out of your body and heal all the damage that it's done through the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. And that's what needs to happen with these people. All right, let's play it. Play it for me, other. January 20th, 2021, Maddie was a healthy, active 12-year-old with straight A's and lots of friends. Today, she's a 13-year-old in a wheelchair with a feeding tube. Pfizer summarized her harrowing experience as functional abdominal pain, a stomach ache, and parathesia, pins and needles. This is clearly an inaccurate misrepresentation of Maddie's reality. Junior received his first dose of the Pfizer vaccine April 19th, 2021. Five days later, while playing basketball, Junior suddenly tried to, he collapsed and died right in front of his best friend. The day my world ended, Junior's autopsy showed that he had myocarditis. He was the best son a father could ask for. He was my best friend. There is uh, the father of a boy here in this room who's died of myocarditis. One death is too many. One. One. We have 21,000 cases of myocarditis and climbing in the United States that the CDC has verified. One was too many. In May of 2021, the FDA would have known and Pfizer would have known that the mRNA vaccines were causing myocarditis in teenagers because there was a, a peer-reviewed article about it in a medical journal and peer review had already gone on for several months. They found that 35 teens had had heart damage within a week of receiving the mRNA vaccine. Oh However, right? However, nonetheless, nonetheless, um, the FDA issued the emergency use authorization for teens in June of 2021, a month later, and hundreds of thousands of teens probably were injected between June of 21 and August of 21, when the FDA finally issued a press release saying there were signs that it caused myocarditis in teens. I have a post-vaccine nine-year-old on my desk dead. I don't want to see one more child post-vaccine ever on my desk. So that really gets to me right there. Ryan Cole, Robert W. Malone, Robert W. Malone, Peter McAuliffe. Those are heroes. Absolute heroes. The FDA knew prior to deeming this, the three horrible words, safe and effective, that it caused myocarditis in teens. They knew deemed it safe and affected, and rolled it out anyway. It's how evil these people are. Understand, we're going to deep dive into Pfizer. Absolutely evil, evil people. Uh, my assistant, Heather, just asked me, can these, can these vaccine companies be sued? Automatically, people answer no. That's not true. First of all, let's go down the lineage of lawsuits. How can it work? If you are forced, 
by your company to keep your job. In other words, they held your job at ransom unless you got vaccinated. You can sue the company. Because listen, it's only started with the NFL. I'm telling you. It's only started. It just, it's only started with the NFL. Watch. You can sue the NFL for forcing you to be vaccinated. You can't sue Pfizer in and of itself. Now, here's the thing now. Even though Pfizer and Moderna got their vaccine rollout via the EUA, if they committed fraud in getting that EUA, you can sue them. And we all know now when you want to suppress your vaccine research developmental data for 75 years, your, your research studies, your clinical trials for 75 years, you committed fraud. This is a company that has been found in criminal, in criminal, have been found guilty of criminal offenses, felonious criminal, not just civil, where people sue because they've been injured. They, they, were, they were found um, to be in violation of criminal law, buying off, bribing doctors and killing people to the tune of billions of dollars of fine. But what they do, what Pfizer does, is set up front companies. They just start up the, let's say, the Tom Company. And they say that Tom Company is the one who ruled, rolled out that vaccine that killed your nine-year-old that's sitting on Ryan Cole's desk. So then the Tom Company gets sued, but not the parent company. This is how Pfizer has lived for years and years and years and years, as well as most of the other companies that you know that have been sued, that should have been sued into oblivion, but they weren't because they just put out these front companies, but the parent companies are never actually touched. Yes, they lose billions of dollars because the front companies are closed, but if you're making, as Pfizer is, let's just say $50 billion a month, and you're losing in lawsuits $20 billion a month, that's a net of $30 billion a month. So dead people is just part of the price of, of tea in China for them speaking of that Larry Elder tweet here's another one how many how many how many how many more MSNBC anchor hospitalized with severe myocarditis pericarditis this is Yasmin I'm not gonna even try to come close to pronouncing her last name starts with a V-O-S-S how old is she 44 years of age age Severe myocarditis, pericarditis, which for all intents and purposes is completely and totally impossible. And how many of you us want to just go ahead and state the facts that she had absolutely no health problems at all, especially no cardiovascular problems at all until she was vaccinated? How, how, how many of us would be willing to bet this week's paycheck on the fact that she had absolutely no cardiovascular issue until she was vaccinated? How, much, how many of us would be willing to bet this week's paycheck? I would. Here's a Dr. Ray video. Here's, this is, now I told you. They are not going to be able to hide the bodies. And, and, I, and I'll go over these stats with you again. Please follow Steve Bannon, Naomi Wolf, Dan Bongino, of course, Tucker Carlson. One of the, this is a Dr. Ray video on Twitter. And, and Edward Dowd, former BlackRock executive, who is a statistician, and a statistical genius has been finances. And he's taken that, that, that just acronym for that and just pointed it at vaccine statistics. Now he's taken his financial expertise and now pointed it at vaccines, vaccine statistical data. And he's mainly looked into the reinsurance companies. It's an absolute fact. Please pull it up. Please pull it up. Challenge me. That's what I say to people in the church. 
Come up. If you want to challenge me, bring your Bible verses. Nobody ever shows up. Nobody ever. The people who start all their sentences with, I think, I hope, I believe. You know what? I don't, I don't do any of that. I go with, it is written. It is written. The, the information coming out of insurance companies is a 40% increase in excess death worldwide. 30, and, and that's 25 to 64-year-olds. 40% increase in excess death. 10% increase in excess death is a one in 200 year event. That is statistical fact. If you have a 10% increase in death, i.e. the Holocaust, i.e. World War I, World War II, the Black Plague, the Bubonic Plague, those are one in 200 year events, right? Right? New Ze- Australia alone has a 17% increase in excess death. And that's coming from their version of the NIH slash CDC, FDA, their versions of those organizations. So you know it's way worse than that because they're even they're being forced to vomit out 17%. So it's probably double that because that's really the stats worldwide. 32 to 40%, depending on your age group, in excess death. Higher deaths than average. That's statistical fact. That is happening. They cannot hide all those bodies. Let me give you this last example. If you take 52 years, from 1970 to 2022, 52 years. For the first 50 years of that 52 years, there was 1,300 athletes drop dead in the middle of their games. 1,300 times that happened for the first 50 years of that 50 of that 52 years. So from 1970 to 2020, which what was missing from 1970 to 2020 what let me say let me think out let me think out loud here what was missing in those first 50 years so you had 1300 athletes drop dead in that 50 years now in the last two years of that 52 years 2021 and 2022 in those two years alone in comparison to the previous 50 you had 1700 athletes drop dead on the field of play Two years, 1,700, 1,300 in the previous 50 years. Previous 50 years, no COVID-19 vaccinations. Last two years, Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson. Fact. Absolute fact. Dr. Ray, video, and the reason why I say all that, you cannot hide all the bodies. It's now starting to percolate. People will have to to answer for the bodies, even on the floor of English Parliament. It's starting to come up. And England has become a godless country. And absolutely, they're trying right now through legislation to remove the word Christmas out of everything, to remove all biblical references out of their uh, governing authorities, out of their, out of their governing languages and, and declarations and documents. They are a godless country. But even they, on their parliamentary floor, are having to acknowledge, you know what? We're going to need to start talking about having a 40% increase in excess death. Play for me, other. This debate is not about all those millions of people who've benefited from vaccination. It's about the tens of thousands who did the right thing, were vaccinated, but then, as a result, suffered death, serious injury, or other life-changing adverse consequences. 
Why should the government be forcing these people to go through the ordeal and delay of having to seek expensive legal help instead of enabling their representatives in Parliament to be given the information necessary uh, to establish their claims? The scale of this vaccine nightmare is now such that the number of vaccine damage cases exceeds all cases arising from previous vaccine programmes. March I had the vaccine, three or four weeks later I had the blood clot and I just totally deteriorated from then on. We took this vaccine because we believed and we were told it was safe and effective. So I took it. Regret. I just, just regret everything. I took my vaccine in uh, May and about a week later started getting tingling in my toes and then it became tingling in my toes and my hands and I thought well this is odd so I popped into the doctors and asked them if they could have a look at me and they refused to all year. So I had um, my first AstraZeneca vaccine and my only AstraZeneca vaccine um, 31st of March last year. I had the vaccine 10 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock that evening I just felt ill, I just felt unwell, so, yeah. um, so I just went to bed, move on and then wait for the second vaccine until five days later when I started feeling the headache and which was the main thing, the headache and I had a pain in my spine um, on the fifth day of having the headache, so this was, would now be 10 days after the vaccine, I started feeling sick, vomiting, had blood clots coming from my nose, pain in my spine, dizzy, um, and I just couldn't seem to focus on anything. And my head was just pounding. It's the most excruciating pain I've ever had. Now notice, and I didn't fail to notice, the delusion at the beginning of the video. You have the guy saying, you know, we're, we acknowledge that millions of people were helped by the vaccine. And complete lie, not true. But it, I said it's percolating. I didn't say it's out there yet. It's percolating that even a man as delusional as that who said that I, Donald Trump, millions of people have been helped by the vaccine. Donald Trump just said last week that tens of millions of people have been saved by this vaccination. We need to keep that in consideration. Love Trump can't stand his vaccine um, rhetoric and his vaccine rollout operation warp speed. Love other stuff that he did. We'll vote for him over any, any Democrat. I'm just saying, absolutely wrong. But you see the delusion of this man. On the, on the parliament floor in England, millions have been helped, but we need to now look at the tens of thousands that have been hurt. It's, this guy's delusional. I'm trying to remember, I think it's 60 million people live in England. It's coming. And they're probably at about 80% vaccination rate. Oh, it's coming. Millions are coming, not tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands, millions. And their NHS, their National Health Service, is already overwhelmed. They're having five-hour waits for ambulances right now. Right now in England. Rishi Sanak's out there talking about, hey, we've done great. We've got it down to 30 minutes. Oh, that's great. 30 minutes. Somebody's, somebody's on the floor with a stroke. Oh, 30 minutes. Heart attack, 30 minutes, don't worry. That's how leftists are. Always about death, always about lying, always about killing, abortions, abort you in the womb, abort you outside the womb. But you see that man's delusion, but even he's having to acknowledge. That proves my point. Doesn't take it away, it proves my point. 
Even somebody as delusional as that guy who thinks that the vaccinations have helped millions of people, even he is having to acknowledge, you know what, man, there are, certainly are a lot of people who are saying there's blood clots coming out of their nose. Like that, I mean, imagine that. Blood clots start coming out of your nose as you have a headache. And you see, I just always have observations on these videos. I jot them down. The, the woman on the phone while he's talking about people dying of the vaccine, she's just, you know, all these people, they don't think it's, they're five times vaccinated. They think none of this is coming for them. They're delusional. Absolutely delusional. Choosing a denial psychosis instead of facing truth. They need to get checked now. They need a D-dimer test now. If you're vaccinated and you're watching this, you need a D-dimer test now. Right now. It's not messing around. You're like, well, I was vaccinated a year ago. Every vaccination you get takes another chunk away from your immune system. And it puts more S-spike proteins by the trillions into your body, which cause capillary blood clotting. Now, 1,700 athletes dead in two years. Previous 50 years, 1,300. Now, go get your test. You need to be, myocarditis has two symptoms. Alive and dead. People don't know it. I hate to be redundant. But the Big Ten tested. A myriad of athletes and 50% of them were found with undetected myocarditis. A scarring of the inner lining of the heart that causes the heart not to be able to beat inside of that lining. That's why they can't be resuscitated. There's no room to resuscitate them. Facts. You need to get checked now and stop living in a pathological denial state. And the last thing that guy said, more people have been injured by this vaccination than all, three-letter word, A-L-L, all previous vaccinations combined. And this is back, how long has the flu vax been around? Measles vax, mumps vax, what else am I missing? I don't know. Myriad of other vaccinations. All other vaccinations combined. All the injuries that all other vaccinations caused combined over all of the decades years that they've been in in place that they've been used all of those injuries combined don't add up to what to a vaccine that's only been used for the last two years sounds exactly the same as the athletes dropping dead on the field does it not 1700 in two years fifth in the previous 50 years 1970 to 2020 1,300 dropped dead on the field, 2021 and 2022, 1,700. Strange, isn't it? Strange how it all lines up. Brown-eyed Patriot video, super sad. We knew this was going to happen. Doctor, I repeat, Dr. Kimberly Biss, OBGYN, says since the COVID vaccine rollout, this has happened. Play it for me. Okay, go for it. All right, I'm Kimberly Biss. I'm an OBGYN that practices in St. Pete, Florida. I can definitely say since the vaccine rollout started, we have seen in our practice a decrease in new OB numbers, which would be infertility by about 50%. We've also seen an increase in miscarriage rate by about 50%. And I would say there's probably about a 25% increase in abnormal pap smears, as well as cervical malignancies in our area. So this is in St. Petersburg, Florida which is not a highly vaccinated area because it's Florida. 
Now, still only 70% probably still are vaccinated. Aren't you glad you're pure blood? They have a 50, in St. Pete, Florida, which is a red area, Republican area, they have a 50% increase in infertility. Oh, that sounds just like the military. There's a 300% increase in infertility in the military. Strange, isn't it? DMED stats, Thomas Rents lawsuit. Pull it up. Not right-wing conspiracy theory. It's the DMED website. In the military, all maladies, sicknesses, illnesses, or diseases are up 300% to 1,600%. All. Don't hear about it, do you? Can't keep it quiet for forever. It's coming. There's a, there's a wave coming. Sadly, it wasn't a red wave in November, but there's a red, there is a red wave coming, and it's blood. 50% increase in infertility. 50% increase in miscarriages. And by the way, Facebook, I'm not talking about violence with the blood. Dip squat morons. I'm talking about people dying of the vax. 25% increase in abnormal pap smears since the vaccine rollout. Absolute fact coming from Dr. Kimberly Biss, OBGYN. Listen to this. Naomi Wolf. This is on tainted breast milk. This is riveting stuff. Play for me. Pfizer knew that there's a baby that died after lactating, nursing from a vaccinated mother. The baby died with an inflamed liver after GI distress and agitation. Now I'm gonna fast forward. Um, I'm hearing signals around the country of babies of vaccinated mothers that are having GI distress, failure to thrive, meaning they're not growing appropriately, and sleeplessness and agitation. what the, the studies show is that polyethylene glycol is one of the ingredients in the mRNA vaccine. Mm-hmm. Polyethylene glycol is a petroleum product. It's used in things like white strips, right? You're not supposed to ingest it. Well, this is one of the ingredients that's going into these pregnant women's, lactating women's bloodstream. Well, you know, breast milk is made from, you know, from blood and lymph. It's supported by blood and lymph. And so, the, these model, you know, these spokesmodels you just show were like, oh, it can't possibly affect your breast milk. Well, the NIH study uh, that I cite in my most recent Substack um, shows that they knew perfectly well. They found polyethylene glycol in trace amounts in vaccinated women's breast milk. They decided it was negligible. How much of a petroleum product is negligible when you're a tiny newborn with no immunities and this is your only food? And the study acknowledged that the vaccinated mother's babies are having agitation and sleeplessness and gastrointestinal issues. Um, They acknowledge that and they're like, more study is needed. All right, this is Heather's podcast tonight because she just brought up another great point. If you're not allowed to drink... Or even even more innocent, you're not supposed to drink coffee so your kid doesn't get caffeine. If you're not allowed to drink while you're breastfeeding because the alcohol gets to the kid, why would a woman's vaccination not get to the kid? Polyethylene glycol is a petroleum. Again, this all started back with Rockefeller injecting people with petroleum products. I thought the left hated petroleum. They hated fossil fuels, but they want them injected into people's bodies. And that is what they are saying, by the way. Kids are now being born without an immune system. They're being born with antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome because their parents' genes, it's happening all over the world, it's called VAIDS, V-A-I-D-S, VAIDS. Kids are being born with it 
because their kid, their parents, when you are, when you make a baby, it's your genetic material. If you're the man, it's your genetic material with your wife's genetic material. Make the baby, period. It's not a stork flying through the air with a baby. It's your genetic material, period. When you are breastfeeding, it is your genetic material going into the baby's mouth. Polyethylene glycol oil shouldn't be going into your baby's mouth. If you decide you're going to have a baby and your genes have been altered, it is your genes in combination with your wife's genes that make a baby. So if your genes have been altered by a gene therapeutic, a gene altering vaccine, you can and possibly will give birth to a gene altered baby. I read a stat that it's thousands per week that are being born now with antibody dependent enhancement syndrome because that's what the vaccine does to your genetic material. It alters your immune system from being a warrior into an usher so that you are a perpetual patient, a perpetual victim so that you can be leveraged into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant. Whoever controls the product, i.e. blood thinners, things, things that are given to AIDS patients because they have no immune system. That's the product they want you to desire so that they can control your access to it, i.e. control your life, control your spending, control your votes, control your purchases, control your travel, control your entertainment. That's what they want. COVID caving Christian. Oh, I don't understand why people are got so upset about wearing masks. You're delusional. How does Naomi Wolf and Joe Rogan know more about the Bible than you? The proliferation of vaccine passports where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without a QR-coded mark of the beast does nothing to influence your sermons, COVID-caving clergy. Look at this, look at this, Kyle, Kyle Lamb tweet. Over 40, 445,000 Americans have received funeral benefits. Wondering what it's all about? Wondering it's all, what it's all about? 1 Timothy 6.10, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things. Flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you are also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. 1 Timothy chapter 6, 10-12. 445,000 Americans have received funeral benefits up to 10 grand from FEMA for deaths labeled COVID-19. Those without it, question mark, FEMA offers guidance to get the certificate changed to COVID. That's strange, isn't it? It's as if people were motivated by money to make you have COVID-19 or or to designate that you had COVID-19 or to designate that your relative died of COVID-19 when they died of a cerebral hemorrhage hemorrhage, and just had a swab that said they had COVID-19. Or her head's cut off. This is actual fact. Head was cut off in a motorcycle crash and that, de- and that was deemed a COVID-19 death. And for those of you that think it's like 
dead people voting. That's always thrown up by Republicans in these fraudulent elections. Dead people are voting. They find out that 64 dead people voted wouldn't have overturned the election, right? Even though we know all these elections are fraudulent, they're all won. Carrie Lake won, Trump won, Abe Hamaday won. We know that. But they throw, the, they throw those stats out there as if they're very nominal. You know, yeah, you had a guy who struck, this happened in Florida. Guy was struck by lightning and then was deemed a COVID death. No, that, 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 was, that was very, it's not, that was very right. It's not rare. And again, I don't mean to be redundant, but it's just like what I told you. In England, basically all old people die of pneumonia, statistically speaking. All old people die of pneumonia. People that didn't die of a heart attack or whatever else, they die of pneumonia, just like in the United States. So what happened in England was they have three types of pneumonia that people die of. Let's just say, make the statistics easy. 90% of their population dies of it, of those three types of pneumonia. What they did was, just like we did in the United States, was change the death certificate. That's what happened. 2003 to 2020, death certificates were the same, and they were changed. Line one and line two were reversed in March. They put line one, was put in line two. Line two was put in line one. In March of what year? After 17 years, March of 2020. Same thing they did in, in England because this is a globalist, bourgeois, leftist bioweapon to leverage you into a one-world commerce system. Don't let anybody fool you. That's exactly what happened. So they, they deemed ever, all these people who died of pneumonia, who died, excess deaths didn't start until after the vaccine rollout. There was no 10% increase in, in excess deaths with COVID. Was there? Absolutely not. Once in a, every 200-year event, a 10% increase. That didn't happen until after the vaccine rollout, and it's up to 40% excess death counts, according to insurance data. So all of those people that were dying of pneumonia in England, those three causes that basically caused every old person in England to die over the last 50 years since since there was discernible data, those three types of pneumonia were killing everybody in England when they got old. But lo and behold, in 2020, all of those pneumonias were reclassified as COVID deaths. They caught that pneumonia, the same thing, let's just call it A, B, and C, and COVID is D. When they caught A, B, and C, it was called D. That's what they pulled off. And there's money behind those reclassifications. As well, there's many tributaries into this river. Many tentacles. Many motivations. It's all one agenda, though. Leverage you into a one-world commerce system. Causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. That no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom, let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. And a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, if anyone receives his mark, if anyone worships the beast or receives his mark on his forehead or on his right hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the cup of indignation of Almighty God. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb and the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image and whoever receives the mark of his name it's all the book of revelation 13 16 through 18 14 9 through 11 read it for yourself 
That's what it's been about. There's many tributaries to it. You got to have people getting rich to usher in this agenda. Listen to this data. It's a Newsweek article. Newsweek, by the way, is leftist, but they have an editorial page that's open to all. So here's a, here is an article from Newsweek. I'll read it to you briefly. One reason is the added incentive for hospitals to screen nearly every hospitalized patient for COVID. No matter what the underlying diagnosis, whether it is a broken tibia or a gallstone, Tom, this is old news. None of this is current. Current. Yes, it's gone on since 2020, but it's current. Even for patients with no COVID-like symptoms, they are still given a COVID test. Section 3710 of the CARES Act, it's always the opposite, should be called the We Don't Give a Crap Act. It's always the opposite of whatever the Washington septic tank says that it is. The CARES Act stipulates when a Medicare patient tests positive for COVID-19, the facility receives a 20% add-on reimbursement. As long as there is a national emergency that just got extended, that everybody's rejoicing. Hey, Joe Biden's waking up. Joe Biden has ended the, the state of emergency on May 11th. No, he just extended it from April 23rd. That was the previous date. Ever extending it. Here's another 18 days. For all of his benefactors, because Joe Biden's all about, China, all about China. It's where he gets all his money from. $1.5 billion from him and Hunter flying over in two, 2014 from a Chinese-controlled bank for Hunter Biden's consultancy uh, fees for a bank. One reason is, is the added incentive for hospitals to screen nearly every hospitalized COVID patient, no matter what the underlying diagnosis. When a patient dies, the incentive to diagnose COVID grows stronger. Suppose the doctor or medical exam, remember this come from Newsweek, suppose the doctor or medical examiner fills out the death certificate and notes that COVID could plausibly have plausibly, plausible deniability, have contributed to the patient's death. In that case, the deceased patient's family stands to gain up to $10,000 for funeral expenses from FEMA. Often, all that is needed is for the patient's physician to note a positive COVID test on the death certificate, even if COVID had little to do with the patient's death. Through January 1st of this year, more than 445,000 Americans received COVID funeral benefits, totaling, there's no, there's no room for fraud there, $2.9 billion. The FEMA website counsels families on how to push physicians to amend their death certificates to include COVID as a diagnosis. The death certificate amendment process starts by, contact, by contacting the individual who certified the death, reads a dedicated webpage on the FEMA website. You may provide them with, an ev- with evidence supporting your claim that death was attributable, attributable to COVID-19. For instance, according to, to C- according to CDC Wonder, in the first 11 months of 2022, there were 197,000 deaths among people between the ages of 15 to 44 in the U.S. That's an increase of 40,000. Did you ever hear that? What, what, now, what was I espousing earlier? So, did I say 40% increase? Yeah, there's an increase of just under 40%. For what age? That's 15 to 44. Which, by the way, according to Edward Dowd, is there should be a 32% increase. That's about accurate. You go up the next age group, 25 to 64, it's a 40% increase in excess death. So Newsweek doesn't even know 
that they're actually verifying Edward Dowd's work. There's a, that, that's an increase of 40,000 deaths from 156,754 during the same months of 2019. So here's the, here's the data. In 2019, for the first 11 months of the year, age bracket 15 to 44, there's 156,000 deaths. That's now 207,000 deaths. That's about a 30% increase, is it not? I told you. Just 5,659 deaths had COVID-19 listed as the underlying cause of death. We must, we must know whatever policy-related harms could have contributed, contributed to this dramatic increase in mortality among younger Americans so that we can work, work to address the problem. It was not due to COVID alone. It's not due to COVID at all. Nobody's dying 15 to 44 of COVID, statistically speaking. Nobody. They have yet to be able to prove that anybody, anybody, any child has died of COVID-19 exclusively. Yet to be able to prove it. Every child who's died of COVID, allegedly of COVID-19, had existing comorbidities and severe ones at that. That's the real stats. That's what's happening. You and I must be, via what we do, via our yeses, which are fervent, via our noes, which are equally fervent, you and I must be the resistance, which is called in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the restraining. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. And the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshiped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way, and then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. You and I are the restraining until we are raptured off of this globe into eternal glory. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 8, that you cannot restrain and comply at the same time. Say what needs to be said, do what needs to be done, and never give him an inch. Love you all. Back here Thursday night, 8.30, real quick. God bless you. So what is the will of God? Romans 8.28, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. That's a qualified verse, though. Christians use that to say that the will of God is unfolding in their life. If your business stinks, it's not the will of God. If your family stinks, that's not the will of God. He is not working for your good. He's not, he's not using your compromise and your rejection of the word of God for your good. Because Romans 8, 28 is qualified with 27 and nobody reads 27. Why is that? Because it puts, it puts the responsibility on the believer. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is. 
because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. He is working for your good. In that, he's listening to how you pray. Romans 8, 26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. That's the good that he's doing. He's honed in solely on the voice of the Spirit. Are you praying the Holy Ghost? That's the good he's listening to. Not your compromise, not your sin, not your worry, not your fear. Not your bad attitude and working for your good. The only good he's working is what the Holy Spirit is telling him to do. It's only good. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt.